Got it. Oh, well, 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 here we are again up on our ivory towers, looking down on everyone who was not interviewing a season one finale, uh, finalist on Netflix's The Circle. Welcome to the Big If. I'm Jeff with my co-host Kurt. Pretty soon we have a very special guest coming up. Um, do. You, you mind uh, just uh, previewing who this is going to be for our, for our listeners in Belgium? We, oh, and uh, guten tag to our Belgian listeners. Thank you so much for being on again. Uh, but here shortly, we're going to be joined by a man named Chris Sapphire. And if you're not familiar with Chris Sapphire, I would say you're missing out. He's quite the personality. He was fourth place in the season one of The Circle on Netflix. The smash season that broke the circle open to American audiences, captive American audiences, during coronavirus quarantine. And how many seasons have they done so far? I'm a little behind. Have they? Yeah, we're in four. We're through four seasons now. At least in the American circle. There's like the French and Brazilian and um, all the places that you can get shaved. They make a circle, I believe. So yeah, Chris was one of my favorite personalities in season one. Um, like I said, finished fourth, arguably should have been a little bit higher, but just a big oh, personality. Chris should have won. 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 I mean, come on. Chris should Chris did everything right to win. He should have won. All respect to Shabam Gawel, who's also a friend of the show. Chris should have won this one. Your thoughts? Yeah. Uh, I can't argue with that. Um, I went back and watched a little bit of it to, to prep for this. And uh, Shuby, our buddy Shuby, actually said that Chris kind of had a connection with, with every single player. And he, you know, the word genuine and the word, uh, what else? There's a couple authentic. words. Just authentic. They get thrown around a lot. True but self. It, it, it's, but it's very, it's very true here. Chris was very authentic. He, he was who he was. He never shied away from that. Uh, I love his personality, and I'm I'm really really excited for him to be joining us here. And he could be, I sent him the link. He could be joining us any second, so we got to be ready. I, I should say attention here. Let me see if I can go full screen on y'all. I'm full screen over here. Huh. I feel like we're just filling time, waiting for a roller coaster to shoot out of the gate. Uh, yeah, it's it, one of those where you. You climb up to the top, you're sitting there, you're X amount of stories up, and you just don't know when the fall is coming. And not that talking to Chris is going to be a fall, but the anticipation is just, you just don't know when it's going to go down. I, should I draw a Sammy tattoo, or is that going to be weird for my house guests later on? You could probably leave out the tattoo on this one. All right. Well, um, Chris is a star, a bona fide star. Uh, and it is nice. I'm really excited, just as I was with, with Shuby, to have someone that uh, went in and made it pretty far just being themselves. Um, and we talked on, when we recorded last night, we talked about my upcoming experience on the virtual circle game. Yeah. And the person running it needed me to go ahead and get my bio and stuff 
sent in as quick as I could. And I wanted to be timely. I don't like to be late for things like that. So I emailed her today and we had talked about whether I was going to go in as myself or if I was going to play our buddy Jason or someone else completely different. And I ended up deciding on just going in as me. I'm just doing it. I love it. I love it. Are you going in as your authentic self or are you going to try to be like a version of you? Um, I think kind of the outline my here I'm going to read you my bio that I sent off today I love this this is we're breaking news here by the way people hi my name's D'Angelo and I'm a 37 year old wait 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 wait, wait. I'm sorry I'm I'm sorry to break your stride yeah you reading this and us publishing it isn't going to get you disqualified from this before it airs or before it happens is it uh i don't know about that you didn't sign anything i mean they're, they're like you're it's kind of like a fantasy thing where it's like yeah you're in for 10 weeks or i think it's fine uh okay all right continue on i'm sorry i'm sorry to break this up no it's a valid question um i'm gonna start from the top hi my name's d'angelo and i'm a 37 year old divorced dog dad of one <laughs> I love it already. I was a Spanish teacher for 13 years before getting out of education to tackle new challenges. I'm over 400 days sober and down 50 pounds in the last year since I decided to take my life back. I love working out and staying active and healthy. And in my free time, I'm working towards becoming a TikTok superstar. That's my bio. I, I love it. I think you're missing one thing. Yeah, what is it? Uh, you need a hashtag at the end. Uh, yeah, I did not put any hashtag. I did put an emo- I put some sort of emoji in there. I can't remember what it was, but I did put an emoji so I could really immerse myself in the circle experience. Uh, could you, could to- you, within your bio, actually just write out um, heart emoji, heart emoji, uh, friendship emoji, hashtag, circle familia? I suppose I could, but I don't want to ruffle any feathers and make it seem like I'm trying to make a mockery out of anything. So I'm going to avoid that kind of thing. But I also had to submit a picture and I had sent you some options Mm -hmm. and I, I did, I did elect to send the one that you had recommended, the one with the provocative pose on that couch. Okay. Uh, However, uh, the, the person to whom I sent the email got back to me and said that they, they, they politely asked me to choose a different one uh, because they were going to be, I guess, taking the background and all of that out. So it might have just looked weird, me just floating on all fours with my head turned to the side kind of seductively. So whatever. I'm sure she knows what she's talking about. So I got rid of that picture and mm-hmm. I elected I elected to go with the uh the one where i'm wearing the 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 mud mask with the champagne flute Mm -hmm. um which went over yeah that's got a lot of personality yeah the response to that was omg i love that heart emoji so handsome so a hashtag so handsome no just it's just the words oh our boys our boys in the waiting room you ready oh okay one more thing one more thing just that right at the end I want to give yeah. him a chance to plug whatever he wants to plug. Of course. All right, I'm hitting admit. Here we oh go. Gosh. Oh my gosh. 
I am getting stoked. I'm excited. He's connecting to audio. Yes. Chris Sapphire, how are you doing? Hello, hello, hello. There he hello. is. We can hear you. Hey, everybody. How are you? Let me turn this shit up. <laughs> we are incredible. How are you? I am wonderful. Thank y'all so much for having me. What a day. What a day. Yep. How was your day? What did you get into today? What are so you doing, I'm actually right now all alone in my home. All my family's out in Mexico. They went on vacation. I didn't want to go. It's for a wedding. I say I ain't trying to be bothered with all that. All right. So are you in so, Dallas right now? Yes, I live in Dallas, born and raised. Nice. Well, we're just going to introduce you real quick to anybody that may uh, stumble upon this. We are joined today by Chris Sapphire. He was a finalist in season one of The Circle on Netflix. Arguably, some might say maybe should have went ahead and won the thing. I don't know. That's not for us to decide. But Chris Sapphire joins us today on The Big If. We are so excited to have you talking to us today. Thank y'all so much have for you. having me. I feel so wonderful. I feel like a virgin. Nice. <laughs> like a virgin. So, so Chris, uh, our podcast, it's called The Big If. And uh, when I talked to you in DMs, I kind of told you that the premise of our podcast is just... We kind of just like to BS and throw around some hypothetical what if type situations, but it's very loose. So just so you're ready at little moments throughout our, our conversation here, we're just going to pepper you with some some what if type questions and to kind of warm you up to lube you up here. I got one that I want to start off with. And if someone was going to play the Chris Sapphire in the biopic on your life, who's going to play that role? Sapphire. Yes, you know, call it Sapphire. Oh my God, you guys, y'all will never believe it. Yesterday, one of my best friends came over to my house. He had a sparkly blazer, sparkly shoes. And he's like, oh, I'm going to Halloween party as you. And I thought, no freaking way. I never in a million years would think anybody would ever want to dress like me. So you guys bringing up a biopic. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's oh funny my. you bring that up because uh, a couple of the things that I really enjoyed about kind of getting to know you through watching you on the circle. I got a couple of things here. First of all, your wardrobe, can't get enough of it. You got oh, the hats. thank you. You got the animal print. You got the sequins. I loved every, in fact, usually I'd be wearing just a t-shirt and some gym shorts, but I didn't want to be the worst dressed guy on this, on this call. So yeah, I got my hat, me. you know, so I wanted to look the part here for you. Thank you. I got to say, I love your hat and you're very, very blessed and so lucky. I would love to own a hat like what you're wearing. I was actually at the mall last night looking at hats like that, but I physically was born with a massive ginormous head that it's really <laughs> rare to find hats that fit me. And it's kind of depressing. <laughs> I hear you, man. I'm the same way. What size fitted hat do you wear? Do you, do you know? God. Yeah, if I was to go run this cap that I'm wearing right now, this is just a general cap. You can have like click it in the back to fit. But if I could run to my room, I could tell you it's big, by the way. I once went to a store and I tried on an extra, extra, extra large hat and it barely fit. I said, damn, <laughs> Jesus. And one of the other things I really loved, um, it was episode one. I think maybe you were the first character that they brought in and put in the apartment and you unrolled that poster of yourself and hung it on the wall. I could not get enough of that. And actually you and I have that in common a little bit because as I moved this big head of mine 
right here I've got one of myself a little fake Patron poster where I'm kind of laying there seductively so I love it man I, it, is that you in the poster arching your back with your with your blessings in the air <laughs> it is. I love it you so, better do that let me tell you so, about that poster too by the way a lot of people were like what was all that about and I said so I started my career as a makeup artist back in 07 and hanging up that poster wasn't for me to like admire myself like, ooh, it was more to remind myself of the journey because I could not believe that I was all the way in Manchester, United Kingdom about to do this show. It's still surreal to this day. And this is almost three years later. And it's the gift that keeps on giving and giving. I, I It was just mind blowing to me, dude. So tell, tell us about, well, actually, first off, I don't know if we even mentioned, I'm Jeff. This is my co-host, Kurt. Hi, Jeff and Kurt. Names. <laughs> I was going to ask you guys, what are your names? <laughs> oh, we just got we got too excited and just jumped right into it. But oh, but you guys, you brought up something that I kind of want to ask about, and all this aftermath of the circle. Yes, there have to be some interesting tales or characters, or you know, are there any relationships that have broken open or opportunities that have broke that? you know, wouldn't have happened maybe without the circle. Well, I'll say that my season really changed all of our lives, especially, oh my God, I can say us who made it to the very, very end and a few more, it has just been absolutely mind blowing. None of us knew how big the show was going to get when it premiered and I started seeing all of social media explode, I started going, what is happening? And it wouldn't ah. stop. It kept going and going and going. And we all kind of had, a, we still to this day have a group chat together and we'd all be our support system because no one can prepare you for global attention the way this happened to all of us. And then the pandemic hit. And so it blew up even more. And that, so I tell everybody, my season has had, I believe, four lives. Let me walk you through them. The premiere blew the fuck up. Pandemic <laughs> blew it up even more. Then uh, it premiered in the United Kingdom months after because it wasn't sh uh, showed over there because of legal reasons. And then finally it got clearance to go over there, blew up for the third time, hit the top 10 in Ireland, uh, pretty much the whole UK. And then when season two premiered, everybody went back to watch season one. So it had four freaking lives. And to this day, I still get messages from people that are like, I'm late to the party, but I just started watching the circle season one and oh my God. And I'm like, wow, this is, it's just wonderful. But yes, to answer further your question, it changed all our lives. I'm at the airport, the store, even when the pandemic was at its thickest, wearing a mask, no makeup, my hair looked like I got hit by an asteroid. <laughs> and, and people would tap on my shoulder. People would start screaming. I got bum rushed out on the streets here in Dallas by a group of girls. When I go to concerts now, people are waving at me while I'm watching the concert. I literally got off a flight a few months ago. And as soon as I was boarding, this girl starts screaming. It has just been mind blowing, dude. Opportunities have come in. I have a great agent that works on my brand deals. But this year I took about seven months off from doing any commercial work or anything because I had reconstructive jaw surgery, which is another oh. miracle that came out of being on the circle since I was a little boy. It was always a dream of mine to get my crooked jaw fixed and get braces and it all manifested. Thank you, God, for the circle. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I was one of those ones that was a little late to the party. In fact, my, my guy Jeff here introduced it to me just this past summer. And one of the other people that I was really drawn towards was actually Shubham. Oh, yeah. We were we were lucky enough to have Shubham join us a couple of weeks ago. And now we've got you hanging out with us, man. I uh, I, I was late to the party. I wish I would have got there sooner. Dude, you know, better late than never, right? And I That's love true. that guy. All of us. I'm so thankful. This might sound like cheese, Louise, but all of us genuinely get along. Season one, season two, three, four, and season five's on its way. Uh, we all get along every year at the end of every new season. We do a reunion party. We fly out to whatever city it's being ho uh, hosted at, and we just, hey, everybody, we pass on the knowledge, the wisdom, and, and get everybody mentally prepared for what's to come. And I tell all the new kids, Bitch, y'all better get ready for these taxes because the tax is <laughs> coming for all y'all hoes. <laughs> Uncle Sam always gets his cut, doesn't he? Yeah, always. And, you know, from going from what I was doing before the circle to the circle, and then, you know, things are going well. Uh, I've never seen numbers that way, especially when it came to taxes. I said, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> No wonder the Republicans always want their tax cut. <laughs> <laughs> you're in new bracket. Honey, they're like, hey, I want my, you know, you're like, oh, Lord. But going back uh, further, I just want to say everybody's life really did change. But what I meant to say was all of us that made the top five, it was just a little extra like, whoa, what is going on? <laughs> just to clear that up. <laughs> so I wanted to bring up um, some of the opportunities that maybe you've had since the season blew up. And pardon me if I'm a little bit dated on this one, but I was reading that you worked with the company Manscaped a little bit. Yes, I had a two year contract with them. It just kept going and going. And I've worked with TBS. I've worked with God. Oh, my goodness. Well, I tell you, I read a, I read a quote. I read a quote that really kind of resonated with me when it came to Manscaped. And I believe if, pardon me if I'm incorrect, but it says your balls and your kitty will thank you. Was that you? That's me. Love it. <laughs> That's an original. It has to be an original. When the opportunity, another... oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just uh, going to mention Cameo. I saw that you're also on Cameo and we talked to Shubham about Cameo. And I was also a little curious do you get any sort of we? Do you get any sort of weird request on there, or is it all like happy birthday, happy anniversary, anything weird coming through? Nothing weird. Nothing like show me your feet, show me your tits. None of that stuff. Now it's funny you say that because Shuby brought up the same thing. I think he said maybe Antonio and Joey had got some feet. Got a lot requests. of feet requests. Yeah, and we and some of the girls did too. Oh, we had to know from Shuby. How much would it take for Shuby to, to show a picture of his feet? What do you think he said? How much do you think Shuby would charge for some feet pics on Cameo? I would say Shuby would probably charge 500. <laughs> Chris. Uh, am I close? No, you're not close. A thousand. Chris. More, five grand? Shuby said it would take five grand to get a picture of his feet. Oh, okay, Shuby. All right, they must be very yeah. beautiful. But he he did mention a discount if it was just one foot. I think you you go a half. Uh, Twenty five hundred, honey. Come on, witty. Now y'all heard it out there. Anybody want to see Shuby speak? Come on. What's your hundred a toe? What's your number? 
Oh my God. You know, I, I don't, I've never put out kinky stuff out to the world. You would have to pay me a good coin. I would say a good 20 grand if you want to see these. <laughs> I'll charge a good 20 grand. Yeah, but dude, to answer your question also as well. Yeah, the opportunities were insane. When Manscaped came along, I thought this is genius because I love things that are funny and just out of control. And I thought, wow, never in a million years did I think that my future had me selling nut shavers. And I thought that was just <laughs> genius. And I've, I've worked with so many other companies, Blendjet, uh, Purple Mattress, Jesus Christ. My, my agent has the whole list. It was just insane. But Cameo, ooh, Cameo. <laughs> when I tell you Cameo popped into my life, it was actually my friend, Alyssa Edwards. She's a world famous drag queen who convinced me to get on there. They had already reached out to me and I was kind of hesitant. She's like, no, get on there, I'm on there. And it was like a volcano, you guys. I was working so much on Cameo and I'm very thankful, thank you to everybody out there, that I had to, I had to really take a break for like mental health and stuff because it was, it, as soon as I would finish, let's say 35 Cameos that I got requested in, in like a day, as soon as I'm done with 35, which took me hours to do, they were just coming in like, like, uh, like I won a jackpot at a casino. And I'm so grateful, so grateful for all of that. But I talked to the people at Cameo. I was like, you guys, I don't know if I can keep what? up. Like I'm really getting tired in my mind. Like, cause it takes a lot of energy and I like to give all the fans a hundred thousand percent of myself. And they're like, you know, let's show you how to take a pause. So I took some pauses <laughs> and now everything is at a better, like more, ah, calm. You know, there serene you way. Now I do cameos when they trickle in and I can give it, you know, all of it as always, but at a more slower pace. <laughs> so so what is when when it comes time for you to take a break and slow down and get a little more zen in your life, what do you yes. what do you do? What settles you down? Yeah, well, you I, me I meditate a lot. I found God. God came to me when I was 14 and saved my life. I was going through a lot of hard times. Uh, in Dallas, I was bullied by a lot of grown adults on the bus and the train, and it was so bad on my mental health, almost was going to take my life. And then there was a book on my bed that introduced me to God and la, 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 la. So I meditate. And to this day, I stick with it. I, I read the Bible, Psalms, verses. I apply them to what I'm thinking, my life and everything. And it just really calms my, my crazy ass down. That's great. Mental health is so important these days. We all need to... Oh. Uh, take a breather from time to time. Oh, you have to. I actually did a commercial for BetterHelp uh, talking about mental health because it's true. I mean, before the whole Christian thing came into my life, I mean, I didn't know about mental health and, and anxiety and all those things. And so because I've been in the darkness and then I've been in the light, I can relate, you know, to the struggle. So I'm all about it, dude. I love that. I love that. Um, you, I'm going to jump in with our second if question for you, Chris. Yes. And that is, look, you're, you're in, at least in my mind, kind of famous, uh, or I think of you as like great at giving, assigning people pet names or coining phrases, um, you know, honey, girl, love bug, <laughs> godfidence. Um, and I guess I was wondering if you had to assign us a pet name a piece, what would you say after knowing us for five minutes? 
Oh my goodness. I would say you're trade. <laughs> I'm trade. Okay. And I'll tell you what that means. And then okay. uh the other, so you're Jeff and I'm Jeff. Okay. And your co-host is tell me what again. I'm Kirk. Kirk. Oh, okay. Because of the hat, I would say Pimp Daddy. <laughs> Pimp Daddy and trade. Pimp Daddy and trade. That. I love that. All right. We're and going I to love the that it's slanted tomorrow. too. I love that you have your hat slanted as well. That's so swag, dude. Slim with a tilted brim. There you go. You, that's the only way to do it. Well, okay. I need a little advice from you because ever since I, my boy Jeff got me into the show, um, I ended up in some circle fan groups on social media and they're actually running a virtual version of the show. And I submitted an application and I found out yesterday that I was chosen. So I had to send in my bio, decide if I was going to go as Kurt or if I was going to play somebody else. And I elected to go as myself. You were kind of my inspiration for that. Why do anything but be your true authentic self? So I'm going in, I'm going in like that. I'm going to be me. Um, Other than just being yourself and staying true to yourself, like you got any like little tips that maybe I wouldn't think of as I take this journey on here in the next week or two? Yes, do not second guess anything. You know, if have faith, just let whatever fly through you fly through you. And that's me sharing some of the way I think with you. Don't second guess, don't overthink, just let it out. And secondly, um, I'm 37 years old. You're what, 34? You were 30 I'm when 34. you were on the show. Was yes. That, um, but I'm very, and I, I'm being dead serious. I started an application for the real show in the last couple of days. Is there any sort of trade secrets that you could send my way that maybe would make my application stand out a little bit? Yes. I'm not not asking for a favor. I'm just asking for some advice. Yeah. And this goes for anybody out there trying to get on reality TV. When you fill out those applications on the internet, answer those questions as if you're talking to your best friend. Don't answer them like you're trying to get a job at Wells Fargo or any of that. You just speak and write the way you do. And then whenever they want to interview you on camera, You just talk to them exactly like you're talking to your ultimate friend in life. If you cuss, if you do whatever, you do it. And don't tell them who you are. Show them who you are. A lot of people make the mistake by going to these auditions. They're like, oh, my God, I'm the life of the party. I'm funny. I'm silly. Don't do none of that. Just show them that you're funny, that you're silly, and that you're the life of the party with your words and actions. Okay, I'm on it. Um, One more thing. Hold on. what yeah, is, go ahead. Can I just back up? What does trade mean? So trade is gay lingo for a really, really attractive guy that you oh. could take that you could take home and trade, oh, okay. you know, trade favor. <laughs> now oh, this is old man. school gay lingo, but it's taken a life I of its it. own. Now, now you can actually use the word trade for, that's just a really attractive guy. It's taking on its own life now. So if you ever hear the gays out there like, that's trade Ooh. right there. <laughs> I'm 1000% using that. I'm, I'm 1000% using that. Um, okay, yes. so to get, to get ready to talk with you, I went back and I rewatched uh, the finale. And some of my favorite moments from the whole season were in that finale. And it was the look on some of y'all's faces when you walked into that final room and saw that Seaburn was who you thought was Rebecca. Yes. And you, and you said, 
when you realized that you were so grateful that he was a catfish, because I think maybe you were kind of having an inkling that that was the case. And you yeah. said, I'm not buying that biscuit. What was it about that biscuit that you weren't buying? It's that Rebecca was falling in love with people way too quickly, way too over emotional that I was like, wait, girl, you barely just met this new player. How are you already attached to that? And those were red flags for me. So many red flags. And I probably said some things that they didn't put into the show. <laughs> and that's why I was so relieved when we learned that it was a catfish, because now all the things I said, you know, just go out the window like poop. <laughs> well, is there anything about either what they did show or didn't show that gave people, you know, your whole experience of the last few years that gave people like the wrong impression about you at all? I cannot say that that I'm aware of any of that. Okay. The reaction I got from the world blew even me away. It really blew me away because as an openly gay man, and I have a lot of friends that have been on reality TV, like RuPaul's Drag Race and all these other franchises, it can go either way for a gay person. They will either accept you or they're just gonna really crucify you. And I am just to this day beyond grateful to God, the way I was received, just being my old ghetto self from Dallas, Oak Cliff, Pleasant Grove. I mean, let that be a living testimony to everybody. Don't overthink it. Don't try to be a character, bitch. Just be you, you know? <laughs> if, if it worked love for my it. crazy ass, let it work for you. Well, uh, Jeff, mentioned, Jeff mentioned how quotable you were. And one of our final questions for you, and I'm going to let him take the reins on, it has to do with some of your most memorable, at least to us, the quotes that came out. And it's, it's a serious question. So Jeff, take it away. What are you, what are you going to ask? Okay, Chris Sapphire, for your big if, with fast forward 100 years and we're all long gone, people from all walks of life and views of life have come together in peace and harmony They've set aside their differences to work together because of what you, Chris Sapphire, have accomplished and done during your lifetime. So if you had to choose one of these three quotes from the circle to be emblazoned on your memorial, which one would it be? Number one, this is going to be juicy. I hope you all got a cup. <laughs> Number two. Not one lift did I lift, not one crunch did I crunch, instead I just munched. Whew. Or number three, patience is a virtue, love bug. Hashtag don't rush the cake, let it bake. I would go with number three. Love I would that go one. with number three. I would, I because my whole life, I tell everybody I'm like a modern day Forrest Gump. All I've had is my faith. And everything I've done and accomplished or achieved was once a prayer that came true and manifested. I'll write a book one day about it all. And so patience truly is a virtue. I know it all too well. Patience is always my homegirl knocking at my door, testing me and testing <laughs> me. But I tell you, once you wait and you're right at the edge, God shows up and boy, does he show up. The circle truly is one of those miraculous things that I'll talk about one day. I tell folks, and I'll say this really quickly, I get a feeling every now and then that something really big is about to happen in my life. It was January, 2019. And I got that feeling. And I told my mom, mom, I think I need a passport because I think God is going to take me around the world for the first time this year. I just am so convinced about it. 
Boom, that summer, I'm flying to France and Manchester. The passport came in handy and the rest is history. <laughs> wow. Well, there uh, you one go. Final thing, and it's a little out of order. I meant to ask you this earlier, but if you had not made it to the finale and you had been blocked and voted off and you oh, had yeah. to make that kind of slow motion walk through those lit up hallways to you go know, visit somebody. You know, walk. <laughs> who would you have gone to visit? Did you have somebody in mind? Like if you were sitting there thinking, is it me tonight? Am I going to go? I know I might get to go visit somebody. Who, who would you have gone to see? I would have gone to go see Mercedes, hands down. We had so many amazing conversations that they didn't air on the show. At one point, it got a little weird because we had a mutual friend. And I think producers were probably <laughs> like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Something's getting a little too familiar here. I would have gone to visit her. But hey, she came to visit me, so it all worked out. But I loved all the kids. I would have also visited Joey, Sammy, Shuby. I mean, all, all of us who started in the beginning, we we just had something there. And I'll forever thank you, Joey, for saving my ass. <laughs> uh, so oh my God. as we let you go here, where can people find you? What do you got going on? Plug your socials. Where can people find Chris Sapphire? Y'all can find me everywhere under the name Chris Sapphire. If you Google Chris Sapphire, all my socials show up, honey. I'll see y'all there. I'm new to TikTok. I kind of got there a little late. Everybody was trying to get me on there. But again, my stubborn ass was there late, but I'm all there now. And uh, as for what I got going on, I'm getting back to all the, I guess we all became real life influencers, if you may. <laughs> and so just getting back out there to doing all this commercial work and chugging along. And I had that feeling again, you guys. So here on your show, you're hearing it first. I have a feeling that something is about to manifest. There's a reason why God has blessed me to get my jaw surgery, my teeth done. I think he's getting me ready for chapter two. <laughs> I love it. Well, I got chills over here. And I recently <laughs> found your TikTok. Uh, I'm a big TikTok guy. And I'll say yes. this as I let you go. If I'm ever in Dallas and we, we can, if we link up McDonald's hash browns on me. Oh, I saw that TikTok. yes. Yes. I saw that I, TikTok. We'll have a big good time. I love McBreakfast. <laughs> I love go. McBreakfast. Chris Sapphire, it has been awesome chatting with you. We're so grateful that you uh, you took some time out to come chat with us. It's been great. Good luck to you. All the blessings in the world. We hope uh, chapter two is even better than chapter one. Oh, thank you guys for having me. Many blessings to y'all too. And don't stop. Don't stop till you get enough. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Thanks, Bye, Chris. you guys. See Thanks, Chris. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Chris Sapphire. Ooh, did we just interview a fucking legend? Ah, uh, that was awesome. That was amazing. Um, wow. Don't he and he finished with don't stop till you get enough. Ah, I love that. Okay. Instant reaction. We haven't even had 30 seconds to let it settle. Thoughts. You said the shooby was good, not great. How was the, the Chris Sapphire interview? Uh, it surpassed all expectations for me. And I like, uh, part of me got a little self-conscious because I felt like I just wanted to like blurt out questions and I just had to stop myself and just listen to him. Cause he was like, he was firing off one-liners left and right. And I'll tell you what, I love long form interviews. Uh, Joe Rogan's good at them. Howard Stern is good at them. And one thing that I've noticed when you're interviewing somebody is oftentimes the interviewer 
is not comfortable just letting the interviewee talk and they feel like they have to interject themselves. So I, I was trying to be conscious of that too, but I was really excited and wanted to say things and ask things, but I wanted, he was a personality man and we could have just let him go. He, he, he might've talked. He could, have, he could carry the show. He could carry the show. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Wow. That was, uh, um... Okay. I got two highlights that are just, I'm going to have to go back and rewatch this here after it uploads. Yeah, me too. Of, I barely took notes. I barely took notes. Yeah. A couple of highlights for me. Number one, I will never call you anything but trade ever again now. I hope you know that. That is the newest highlight of my life. And um, <laughs> I got married four years ago. I'm happily married. But today, trade? Come on. And no, I'm joking to my wife who probably will listen to this one. I'm joking. I love you so much. I, love, I don't love anyone more than you. This was totally secondary to our wedding day. Um, it, it always makes me feel good when somebody with an impeccable sense of style is complimentary of something I'm wearing. And he's either just a phenomenal actor in terms of handing out compliments, but he seemed to enjoy my hat, which I love to hear because I'm a little self-conscious yeah. about this hat. So if he enjoyed it, like he said he did, that's a real feather in my cap, if you will, no pun intended. Second of all, when I showed him the picture of me, behind me and he said something about me being bent over arching my back i about lost my shit when he said that uh it wasn't arching your back what was it say it was uh you you were pointing your buttons or something like that or your it was some other so many one-liners um i'm real there are two things that that just come came to mind while you were talking there um not that i wasn't listening or or just waiting to talk myself but i'm excited still i get it one thing Number one, like Shuby said during the uh, Squad Goals episode, I liked hearing, I kind of like hearing that this cast likes each other and that they still have a little group chat going and they're uh, having fun. Like, it's almost like someone who fantasizes about like, um, uh, does the Frasier cast still hang out? I really hope they do. You know, it's kind of nice to hear that they like each other and they still hang out. But number two, which was, maybe my favorite part and probably maybe just recency bias, but when he announced his chapter two right there at the end, I was fired up. Yeah, I really, and I'm being dead. I'm, I'm not a spiritual person, but I felt like the energy that he brought us, I needed to meet him at least halfway. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I said something that I have never said to another human being in my entire life. I wished blessings upon this guy. And that's not something I do. He brought something out of me that I didn't even know was in there. And for that, Chris Sapphire, I'm eternally grateful. That felt good. Chris, thank you for the spiritual uh, Sapphire, the spiritual Sapphire experience. And um, I, I think before I say anything else, just stupid or that this lulls, I kind of just want to close it up and um, let this episode live and breathe. All right. So again, I'm going to say it again. We've recently been, uh, we've put our stuff on Spotify. So yeah. if you're, you can find us on Spotify, on Apple podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. Um, Which that feels was a great so cool to say that. It does find feel cool Spotify. to say that. Find us on Apple, wherever you get your podcast, you can find wherever it. you, the next thing, you know, we're going to be doing ads for like legalzoom.com and stuff. All those companies that do like every podcast, we I might have happily... a manscape deal here. I'd, I'd be happy to it. Um, I'll reiterate, no free ads. 
but I'd be very happy to um, be uh, making money doing this crazy thing. All right, but one I final question we before we go. close the book. One final yeah. question before we close this this chapter. Yep. When we when we finished with Shuby, we speculated that we didn't necessarily feel like the relationship was over. Is the relationship with Chris Sapphire over? Will we speak with him or visit with him again? Yes. You think so? Yes. And I don't I don't know when, but um somehow he's gonna hear about this in his interview and will always be familiar to him. Sure. I do think we talked about it last night. It would be awesome if at some point down the road we got both him and Shuby on at the same time. Or if our circle I think we need relationships to get Joey and Sammy going. And you know what? I think we're leaving Seaburn out. I think I wanna I'm gonna try to oh, I'd love to talk to Seaburn. He he was he did it, man. He played Rebecca that whole time. Um, uh, yeah, I might what I if, might reach out to him. What, what if, if Rebecca? We, the real Rebecca. Well, I was gonna say, what if we got Seaburn on, but you and I catfished him as each other? I'm trading in your pimp daddy. At the end, yeah, exactly. At the end, we revealed it to him. Give him a little taste of his own medicine. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, this has been The Big Gift. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. And um, one day, we'll hopefully, we'll have gated content that you will be happy to pay for. Um, until then, I hope you enjoyed this interview. We both hope you enjoyed this interview. Thanks to my co-host, Kurt, for producing this, for setting this up, for his sweet-ass new microphone. Um, and I'm excited for, uh, for whatever's next. Don't rush the cake. Let it bake. Don't.